It's time for Double Coverage. Your Santa Cruz County Sports Leader, presented by the Santa Cruz Sentinel. And now your hosts, Jim Seamus and Juan Reyes. Welcome to week 12 of Double Coverage. I'm Juan Reyes. And I'm Jim Seamus. And I'm your producer, Tony Solis. This week's episode, we'll start with a recap of week 11 and take a, and talk a little bit about this week's Sentinel Top 10 Power Pool. And then we'll preview a little makeup of the makeup games this week <laughs> and <laughs> including some critical league matchups between St. Francis and Soquel and Harbor and Santa Cruz. All this and more on Double Coverage. Yo, what's up, birthday boy? Yo, yo, yo. Or belated birthday boy. Belated, yeah. Yeah. How'd it go? Excellent. It was <laughs> awesome. No, yeah, uh, Sunday had a little little get-together with the fam. Nice. Julie came by, ate some pozole, took some home. She, to she brought some home. The pozole yeah. is on point. Nice. I'll have to bring some yes. to you, there Jim. You go. I, there's leftovers it's all for good. sure. And then, uh, your and then Raiders, Raiders, Raiders won. Your Raiders Still won. Still in playoff contention. Two and, games behind the Chiefs. And uh, my, my Raiders. Playoffs? <laughs> Playoffs, baby. And my 49ers lost. 49ers. Yeah. I had them winning, dude. I thought they yeah. were going to beat let's the just, Cards. Let's just do an over. Let's just do yeah, it. I'll just get the number one pick. Let's yeah. do it. Yeah. Not, you know, they'll screw that up, but nice. still. And uh, yeah, I mean, Monday recovered. Tuesday, Netflix all day. There so, you go. Yeah. Netflix. Yeah. Stranger yeah. Things. I, I killed that season two already. <laughs> no, oh, I'm yeah. done. No, I'm that's done. done. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, what about you? I uh, just chilling, just getting pumped up for this weekend. A little rainy week here, but yeah. uh, with some makeup games. Yeah. Um, you know, from about about a month ago when the, the fires were going on locally or in North North Bay. Yeah. And uh, so, so, so what is, is it? Is this week eleven and a half? Are we calling it week eleven and a half? Week twelve? What's, what's we call going week 12. on? We call week twelve. We call week twelve. Okay. Yeah, we're good with that. Okay. Cool. All right. Well. Uh, let's see what happened uh, last week during a week 11. On Friday night, we had Salinas beating Aptos 31-21. Santa Cruz on top of St. Francis 21-14. SLV narrowly beat Scotts Valley 7-6. Watsonville shut out Pajaro Valley 30-zip. Seaside beat Monta Vista Christian 34-7. Marina top Soquel 62-28. And Gonzalez beat Harbor 36-12. Also, we had uh, Cabrillo knocking off Gavlin. That's right. Don't have a score in front of us here, but they did it convincingly. A couple touchdowns. So, uh. Nice, nice. And, uh, yeah, wow. Another big win by Santa Cruz, man. They just keep impressing us now. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I called it. You did call it. No, no, <laughs> but, for uh, sure. But, yeah, I didn't see that sort of dominance. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I didn't see this one coming. I, I didn't. But, you, like you said, you called it. I mean, what did you see about this Cardinals team that I didn't? Uh, the main thing that went for me was historically. And, you know, mm -hmm. they had dominated the Lifetime Series. They own them, huh? And I had spoken <laughs> with Bubba a week earlier, and, yeah. he, and he called it. And I said, you know what? He's pretty darn fired up. Yeah. So so are his players, and they and they were. Nice. So. Nice. Cool. Well, uh, I'm pretty sure that shook uh, some things up in the, this week's Power Poll, right? Well, let's find out as we jump into this week's Sentinel Top 10 Power Poll. All right. At number 10, Pajaro Valley staying the same. And at number nine, we have Harbor also staying put. At number eight, staying put. So, Cal, look at all this movement. Oh, man, this <laughs> is just a major movement. <laughs> and at number seven, we have Santa Cruz uh, staying at number seven. Here we go. We have Watsonville, despite last week's win, dropping a spot to number six. Yeah, and then uh, San Lorenzo Valley jumped up a spot. They're at number five now. Yeah, it was a good win over Scotts Valley last yep, week. Yep. Uh, at number four, down one spot. After losing to Santa Cruz, 
St. Francis in number four. And despite losing, uh, Monte Vista Christian jumps up a spot to number three. At number two, despite losing, <laughs> is Scotts Valley. And at the number one spot, Aptos staying put also despite losing to Powerhouse Salinas. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there wasn't that much movement, but yeah. there was some things, you know, some teams that moved around. Um, yeah, four teams. Yeah. I mean, SLV, big, big win against yeah, Scotts Valley. Seven, six, yeah, 7-6, Yeah, I mean, you think you think it was fair to, to bump them up to, to the uh, number five? Sure, you knocked off the second-ranked team. I mean, I think Aptos, Scotts Valley, MVC deserve to be in those top three spots. Yeah. Um, it was a great, great, great win for the Cougars to end the season on a po- positive note like that, you know? Yeah, for sure. No, yeah, and then... Um, Watsonville, like 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 you said, despite despite shutting out PV, yeah, um, I, I definitely think SLV does deserve that number five spot just because they beat a pretty good Scotts Valley team. Totally, yeah, totally. Um, okay, so uh, let's see here. Before we jump into our quick rundown, um, I just wanted to see if you, uh, Jim, can cal- clarify just a couple things for me um, as far as the the Central Coast section playoff system works. I'm I'm still kind of new to playoffs. <laughs> can can you just Explain just real quick. Like, well, just depending yeah. every, every every league in the CCL. I'm going to be real generic and, yeah. and general generalized. Yeah, about for this. sure. But uh, every league in the CCS has uh, a ranking, whether it's A, B, or C league. And the Monterey Bay League, Gabaldon Division is A league. And uh, the Pacific Division is B league. And then the Mission Trail is a B league. And, okay. uh, and that bottom tier, the lower level of the Mission Trail is a C league. Okay. So the, the C league will only get one automatic berth to postseason gotcha the, the champion okay the b leagues will get two their top two teams will go mm-hmm. so scotts valley is in good shape uh, to advance because they have wins over um not sold at but over king city and carmel gotcha so they okay. have they have that that number two spot so mm-hmm. they're going in okay and then uh but other teams like you know like the gablin divisions a league they'll have probably i think four teams moving on okay so monta vista won't be among them but aptos will oh okay. so yeah just depending depending on the, the the league rating uh they get x number of teams to go in and then there's x number of spots that are automatic berths uh for the five division playoffs and um and the extra teams apply for to fill out the brackets apply for at large berths. Okay, so um, I know we're going to jump into this a little bit later, but so like if Aptos loses, I mean, how 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 They're does still that affect? In. They're yeah, still in. Yeah, okay. they, they have a second place kind of locked up in that division. So the worst they could do is tie Palma for second place. Gotcha. Um, okay. And if they win, they'll have second place outright. So what a great showing for the Mariners in their first year in the Monterey Bay Gablin Division. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. All right, cool. Well, thanks uh, sure. Thanks for clearing that up. No yeah, problem. for sure. All right. Um, all right. Our quick rundown. Uh, Thursday, we have a pair of 7.30 p.m. starts. First, it's Alvarez at Aptos, and then we have Gilroy at Watsonville. Uh, both of these are makeup games from earlier last month. And then on Friday, we have another pair of 7.30 starts, Harbor at Santa Cruz, and then SoCal versus St. Francis. This will be played at Watsonville High. These games are also makeup games from um, the the smoke cancellation yeah and then in college action we have merced at carrillo college and that's a 6 p.m start nice make sure you go out there um i think they're going to be honoring um the vets the veterans um on that day sweet yeah yeah friday's a holiday yeah for sure even though we do have a couple games it it was a reason that the paro valley unified school district doesn't have school on friday yeah uh, is my understanding so that's why a couple games are taking place thursday night i pretty much love some thursday night football Mm -hmm. it feels like the weekend early you know yeah so no that's awesome yeah well thursday thursday alvarez Mm -hmm. three and six overall one and five in the division in the gablin division taking on host aptos 
The Mariners are 6-3 and three overall, 5-1 and one in conference play. That game starts at 7.30 p.m. in Aptos and likely in the rain. So the Mariners, uh, winner of six straight Santa Cruz Coast Athletic League titles before joining the Monterey Bay League this season, have a chance to lock up sole possession of second place in the Gabalon division with a win. Lose, and the Mariners share second place with Palma. Yeah, Aptos had its five-game win streak snapped by Salinas last week as the Cowboys locked down the division title. That's the uh, Monterey Bay League, Gabilan. And uh, did did you get a chance to talk to anyone? I did. After the game, I spoke with Marcos Reyes and head coach of the Mariners, Randy Blankenship. Uh And Randy had uh, this to say uh, after the game. He talked about some of the things that didn't go the Mariners' way on Friday night. Stop the fourth and 13 fake punt. That's just that's dumb football right there. You know, I always talk about don't get caught with your pants down. The bottom line is they executed on the, the critical downs, and, and we missed a couple of critical downs. So uh, we talked about the little things. Even though they're bigger and you know, more, a lot more athletic, we had our opportunity. It was a hell of a drive that second half and come up short. <laughs> there were small holes, but they were, you know, I, I, I just thought, uh, you know, we let their backs fall forward, and we didn't. We didn't get that extra yard sometimes. Mariners running back Marcos Reyes has more than a thousand yards rushing this season, but uh, he looked a little banged up in the fourth quarter against Salinas. So it'll be interesting to see what his workload is this week. Yeah, I know he was uh, in the first three quarters. He looked great. Yeah. Um, And and that drive that Randy was referencing was an 18 play drive that they didn't score on. That's uh, right. Yeah, you were telling to, me about that. Yeah, yeah. opened the third quarter. It killed oh, nine minutes off the clock. And, getting, and they didn't get in there. And that was just one of the things. I mean, there's another play where they had a receiver, a pass play where a receiver forgot to go out. Mm. And uh, just a couple of little things, you know. Uh, yeah. The, the Cowboys did pull off a fake punt uh, on a run play and uh, and got the first down. But they didn't score in that drive. So that wasn't game changer. Right. It just they had the ball a little bit longer. So, right. But um, even then, it was just the little things yeah, that just, where they kind of just got caught up, right? Totally. Yeah. Just a couple of little things. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So Marcos has been all systems go. Let's see if he's still healthy. And then uh, Josh Powell and uh, Will Murphy could see more carries this week, I'd imagine, if Reyes is indeed banged up. Uh, the same applies to sophomore Vaughn Holland, who ran for uh, – a score last week and he looked quite impressive mm, that's a new name yeah 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 he had three carries last week so let's see if uh, he's not a big kid but uh, he's, a, he's a fast kid so mm-hmm. let's see if he could handle uh, an imp- increased workload we'll see yeah no and then the mariners passing pass game uh, out of its t wing t was pretty much non-existent huh? uh maybe that they connect with blake wheeler a, f- a few and a few other players and and then uh try to you know do something up in that area before the playoffs start. Totally, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I mean, they they need to be. They can't. Well, I mean, can't they're good enough. Run, to, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. They can. I mean, they can. But they need to. But pass it's a nice. Bit. To, yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's nice to have that that other option where you can just, like you say. I mean, yeah. They can find Blake Wheeler on, on some. I don't know. Wheel route down the middle. Something. Something it, different. Totally. Yeah. Against most teams, they can be just run. But once you get to the playoffs, especially the open division playoffs, um, they'll be in probably division three of an open. Uh, that's just a different beast. So yeah, uh, Alvarez offense has been held to seven points or less on four occasions this season. Uh, they snapped uh, out of a funk last week mm. by beating North Salinas 26 to 14. It's the Eagles lone league win in the Gabalon division. Wow. And then they have a thousand yard rusher, Michael Ramirez, who's uh, been leading the way for the Eagles. And then they also have quarterback Matt Martinez, who's the uh, Eagles second leading rusher. 
He hasn't done much uh, passing wise, but his favorite receiver seems to be Isaiah Correa. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't think the Mariners need to worry much on no. defense about this team if they play the way they did against Salinas, Palma, San Benito, any of those other teams. Uh, North Salinas, Monta Vista. They, well, Monta Vista wasn't a great defensive game, but they should destroy this team. Yeah. I think they're going to be incredibly fired up. They want sole position of second place, sole possession, excuse me, and. Uh, I have the Mariners winning this game at home. Yeah, so do I. Yeah. I mean, um, the one that the, the uh, stat that stood out to me was that they've been held to seven points. Uh, what is this? In two of the last, yeah, two or four games. Yeah, know? I mean, that's, yeah. No, Aptos should definitely handle them, and I think they should come away with the win. Totally. Yeah. All right, next up, we have Gilroy, 9 0 overall and 5 0 in league play uh, at Watsonville, who is 6 3 overall and 3 2 in the Monterey Bay. Pacific Division. Uh, this is a 7:30 start. The Wildcats can tie Christopher, who is eight and two and four and two in league play, for third place in the NBL Pacific Division if they knock off the Mustangs, who are hoping to win the division title outright rather than share it with LSL. Yeah, it's hard to believe. I mean, Gilroy's been so dominant this season. Yeah, it's hard to believe that you know LSL is right there. Um, you know, LSL has been kind of quiet with all the Gilroy hype. You know, they have. Yeah. So. And then, uh, and then Chris, but Christopher's had a good, a good year as well. So, uh, well, the Wildcats, you know, you never, Wildcats. you never know what team's <laughs> going to show up. This would have to be a major upset for them to, to get this. But hopefully, uh, Watsonville had a focus week of practice after beating Paro Valley last week to regain the Belgard Cup 30 0. And, uh, and they're going to have to play their A game to knock off the Mustangs, who are ranked number 281 in the state by Max Preps. Yeah, yeah, that was that was a big win for them last week uh, to, to bring back home that cup after last year's uh, 3-0 loss. You know, they lost by a field goal, and then they wanted to show that the cup belongs in Watsonville. Uh, I talked to Wildcats linebacker Jorge Maya after the game, where he told me that winning the cup meant a lot to him and his teammates this season. Uh, we were nervous, but we we sure um, we couldn't we couldn't feel cocky. You know, last year you know they came into our house and they shut us down and they scored that field goal to win it all. So we couldn't like, come in cocky for this game. So we just practiced hard all week and we we gave it all our best and we we won. It means a lot because it's just it was just a big game for all all of us individually. Uh, sadly, our friend Johnny Bravo he got injured last game with a broken fibula and he was out for the season and we played for him. It was all he, he sadly can't play for. Couldn't play this Bogart Cup game anymore, and we played for him. It means a lot to us. This might be the last uh, season game for the Bogart Cup, and this means a lot for us. It might stay at our house forever. Yeah, you talked about team rankings. Uh, Gilroy is ranked number 281. Watsonville's ranked 764, and there are more than 1,000 programs in the state. Yeah. So that there's a big... Big contrast right there. Totally. Yeah, we'll yeah. see what happens uh, in terms of, uh, just to give you some idea of where 281 sits at, yeah. uh, Aptos, and you all know how good they are, um, sits about 181, 181 yeah. in the state. Okay. Um, so they're just, uh, you know, and, and again, rankings are rankings, but 500 spots between Gilroy and Wattsville is quite a, a bit. So, yeah. uh, you know. Yeah, no, it's it's gonna take it's gonna take a big, big, big A game from the Wildcats <laughs> yeah, right? this, this week. Um, yeah, and it, and it sucks. Dude. It sucks that Johnny Bravo's out with that broken fibula. Yeah, yeah. Know, right? Yeah, <sighs> no doubt. So they're gonna need running maybe, backs. Maybe whip snap wasn't the best. No, I know, yeah, right? I yeah, know. right. Because <laughs> yeah. something snapped. <laughs> yeah, Dean. Uh, we're gonna have to see more out of Evan Lozier and Matthew Barcelo. They're gonna need to uh, hold on to the ball and sustain drives. I'm sure the Wildcats will incorporate some uh, some other guys in the offensive backfield. But yeah, yeah get some key blocks and, and 
long drives, clock killing drives. Um, you know, the best defense may be a good offense in this game if they're able to pull that off. Yeah, and uh, speaking of defense, I mean, that defense needs to step up, and, and they're led by Jorge Mayo, who, who you guys just heard from, and they also have Rodrigo Hernandez up on the defensive line, and defensive back Braden Arnold, who has four interceptions this year. He's, he's a ball hawk in the back, so, I mean, hopefully these guys can get some pressure, and if uh, they can stop uh, Mustangs uh, running back... Who is that? Um, Joseph Barnes. Mm-hmm. I mean, they they got they got to bring in there. They got to stop them and, and put the pressure on the quarterback. Make him throw the ball. And then um, another surprise this year for for uh, Watsonville has been sophomore Christian Reyes, who, who had a chance to play in his first Belgrade Cup uh, and won. So I also talked to him after last week's game, and he was pretty stoked about winning the cup. Oh, it feels great. It's really exciting. It's really cool. With a lot of people, you know, it's just a, a lot of all the fans roaring. It's a great experience. You know, last year uh, PB didn't have a freshman team, so I didn't get to play PB. And this year, it's just it's just a really exciting game. Oh, it feels great. It feels great to be able to bring it back. You know, but as a sophomore, you know, get the sack, fumble recovery. Awesome. Yeah, no, Christian had a he had a pretty big game last week. Yeah, yeah, both with Jorge Maya and Christian Reyes. Those guys are great sound bites. I'm not going to lie. Just because their enthusiasm and excitement, yeah, you know, jumps across the radio waves. You it, know, it was uh, it, it was it was pretty it was pretty cool to see the the smile on their faces bringing that cup back home. Yeah, it's, it's we're, we're of, sitting here listening to it in the studio, and all three of us are kind of cracking up while we're hearing <laughs> yeah. it. We got big smiles on our faces just hearing them talk. No, that's awesome. And you know, Juan's already heard it before. And he's yeah, still smiling. I'm still smiling. So, yeah. yeah. Right. Well, you, you mentioned uh, Jonathan Castro, uh, their quarterback over yeah. at Gilroy. Yeah. And then you also uh, you mentioned Joseph Barnes, the right. running back. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and then Christian Rodriguez, but uh, is another back who gets some carries. Barnes is five foot eight, one hundred seventy five pounds, and the scary part is he's a junior. He has back to back thousand yard seasons. Tony, Mr. Harbor fan, you should be quite el- and Gilroy alum, you should be quite happy about that. Uh, I'm I'm proud of my alum, but my heart lies in Harbor. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's awesome. Um, you know, Castro has eight TD passes, uh, their quarterback, obviously, and he doesn't play favorites. Four different receivers have caught and received <laughs> touchdown receptions. Yeah. Redundant. And that was me. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, so they don't need to pass it. They can and do. But uh, Joseph Barnes is beast mode yeah. and, and they need to stop him. <clears throat> Definitely. Yeah, this is uh, tough. I mean, I want to, I want to pick Watsonville, but I think Gilroy is just yeah. too much right now. Now, it wouldn't be a double coverage podcast if I didn't mention my alma mater, <laughs> <laughs> Westmont High School. But I do it again. They Westmont lost last season to Soledad in the CCS Division Four final. Mm-hmm. Well, the team that Soledad beat, and that, and that was by a couple touchdowns easily, and it was in the rain, a lot of fumbles. But the team that Soledad beat in the semifinals was Gilroy. 27 to 26 mm. this team was right there last year yeah. they're going to be one of the best in the section this year obviously as the record indicates yeah i can't i can't choose against that yeah they weren't this good when i was there <laughs> <laughs> well everything is cyclical and uh yeah we have the gilroy mustangs winning this weekend yeah so do i for sure all right next up uh friday we have harbor who's one and eight oh and five in league play at Santa Cruz, who was four and five overall and four and one in Mission Trail play. This is a 7:30 p.m. start, and the Cardinals, who have outscored the Pirates 111 to zip in their past two meetings, they can win the Mission Trail Coastal Division with a win. Mm. It would be their first league title since 1993. Wow. So 
Woo. No. Yeah, I don't that's think that's back when I was a junior in high school. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. So that league title means more. Obviously, that's the a focal point. Yeah, uh, the shell is just a, a byproduct of the victory. That's the, there's a rivalry game. The two lone high schools in the Santa Cruz Unified School District. So it's called in, in the, the city of Santa Cruz. Yeah. yeah. So it's the unofficial city championship, and and it's been close. Yeah. This no, it's been really close. <laughs> yeah. No, and if Santa Cruz wins and and St. Francis loses, the Cardinals will have the title outright. And a Santa Cruz win would also tie the lifetime series 24, 24, and 1. And then they qualify. And then uh, that qualifies the Cardinals for the CCS playoffs for the first time since twenty or 2007 when Coach Bubba Trumbull led his team to the CCS title in his first season as the coach. Yeah, wow. so a lot on the line, you know. Yeah. And uh, Bubba was married on this field. So when they won CCS, that was at San Jose City College. Uh, against Pacific Grove, and uh, and Bubble was a happy man. I actually have the cover of that paper in my living room with him getting doused by a, a large Gatorade bucket of water. That's I believe cool. I, I believe I designed that page. And Bill Lovejoy shot the art yes, for it, did, and yes. it's a great just love uh, Bubba's expression in the photo is awesome. Uh, <laughs> that's why it's up there in a massive headline, uh, you know, a World War Three type headline with Cardinals win first CCS title. But that said, I have to believe that if the Cardinals win over Harbor this week, which it could be a good game, but it probably won't be, uh, that this game would be as important to Bubba and that program as that CCS title. Yeah. You know, a section title versus a league title, but it's been 20-something years. So wow, I'd have to think that that's, it's a big that's deal. huge. That's yeah, huge. Yeah, huge. But a lot, you know, yeah, don't count your... Uh, eggs before they hatch so to speak that's right you still got to deal with harbor yes yeah no definitely right. no yeah i mean you still got to deal with harbor you got to go up against bailey shantz who's who's led the pirates with 11 touchdown runs and five td passes he's also thrown 11 interceptions though yeah that's the biggie um but he's rushed for 1262 yards and is probably arguably arguably one of the pirates top defensive players with johan mendoza yeah, the thing is with Chance, they know a lot of opponents know he's the the big guy. You know, like there's not yeah. a whole lot of blocking up front for him, and uh, you know he does the read option type thing and takes off, and uh, or when downfield uh, coverage is there and he has no receivers to throw to, he'll take off scrambling. Take off, yeah. Um, so a lot of it's unscripted, uh, or some of it is, and um, for him still to rush for you know 1,200 yards. It's just crazy. Uh, it just speaks to his talent and his fiery passion. Yeah. So he's, he's taken some lumps. He's a, a pretty aggressive physical runner. He doesn't shy away from contact. Yeah. Um, and he's, he's, not a, he's not a big dude. He's either. not a big guy, no. but, you know, he's, he can take a, a beating, mm-hmm. and he has. And he's also <laughs> broken free for several long runs. Uh, yeah. But this guy is really uh, the player that they're going to try and build off for next year. Granted, he's, I believe, a senior this year. But um, – Opponents have had a tough time really stopping them. Yeah, you no, know? definitely. So, yeah, even uh, even that game against Marina, where you know Marina, yeah, beat them up. But dude, he was out there and he was he's getting it done. Totally. Yeah, breaking. Yeah. So we'll, we'll need to see more of that. We need to see a two hundred yard game out of Bailey. I'm gonna just put some numbers on this, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I'll, that won't happen against Santa Cruz. Santa Cruz has been crazy in terms of what they did to Nolan Moss in a 14-0 win over Soquel uh, three weeks ago. And then what they did last week to St. Francis and their quartet of talented running backs. Yeah. You know, they weren't able to, Santa Cruz wasn't able to get it done against Marina, but what they've done against two other quality run teams uh, has been quite impressive. So I don't have, I don't, I don't figure 
the Cardinals having a problem against um, Bailey Chance, quite honestly. Yeah, I don't think so either. No, I mean, it, they, they they got it done against uh, St. Francis last week, so I don't, yeah, yeah. I don't see them not having uh, any trouble stopping Chance and then uh, any of the other running backs that they have. Totally. If, yeah. if, if Chance is the... Uh, you know, if they do, that, the thing to take the pressure off Chance, the thing that will make him way more effective is if Pirates receivers Joseph Klaus and Luis Escalante can be downfield threats. If, yeah. they, if they can help stretch that. Yeah, and Klaus is a beast out there. He yeah. can catch the ball, and I've seen him out there. He, I've seen him break some tackles and, and break free for some big gains. So yeah. he could do it. I, I've seen him do it. Yeah, it, It's so. just I can't put it all on those receivers. That Chance needs to have some passing protection. Yeah. You know, there's been times the where thing. Klaus has been open, and – Chance is yeah, by the time. time yeah by the time chance finds klaus open it's like he's already getting sacked totally and that's yeah that's the bummer totally yeah, no. so so if those guys could stretch the field uh you know that'll help the cause against the cardinals uh this could and then it could be a fun game otherwise i think uh given what the cardinals did last week against st francis and three weeks ago against soquel uh it could be a long evening for the pirates yeah johnny soto he uh he rushed for a pair of touchdowns last week for santa cruz and uh and that's going to be a guy that the Pirates are probably going to have to look after. and No doubt. I don't know. Yeah, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough for Harbor, but you know what, though? I, I have Santa Cruz winning at home. Yeah, 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 same here. I mean, I just in addition to Soto, they have a, you know, a couple other good backs in the backfield. Yeah. Taj, Taj Carpenter. Carpenter, yeah. Yeah, yeah and, and, and Abram Soriano, you know, he could air it out when he wants. He actually throws a, a pretty good long ball. And he's been improving yeah. throughout as the season progresses. So, yeah, yeah, yeah they're, they're getting it done on, on all uh, – all, all cylinders. All cylinders, yeah. Yeah, even yeah. with that poor showing against Marina, I think the Cardinals uh, have enough to, you know, to stay in the game and yeah. win ball games, and this shouldn't be a problem. I was going to say, I mean, it, it was, it was, it was a poor showing against Marina, but they, I think they only held Marina to like what twenty-seven points, I think. Yeah, or yeah, and yeah. They, I mean, they've been scoring sixty points. Yeah. per game, fifty yeah. points per game. So, I yeah, Santa Cruz is on a roll right now. Yeah, Cardinals. That's who we have. Yeah, yep. Harbor. <laughs> this one was uh, three weeks ago, Juan. This, this last high school game we're going to talk about mm-hmm. was pretty high up there in terms of game of the week. And, yeah. And stuff has changed since then. Dramatically. Um, but not much so much so for the Sharks of St. Francis. Right. Tell us a little bit about this matchup. All right. So we got SoCal, who is 4-5 and five overall, 2-3 and three in league play. And like you said, they play St. Francis, who is 7-2 overall and 4-1 and one in mission trail play. This game is at Watsonville High, 7.30 start. The Sharks need to win and hope for Santa Cruz to lose to Harbor if they're going to win that league title and secure an MTEL Coastal Soul automatic postseason berth. Yeah. yeah. Now, three weeks ago, you mentioned the records. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, uh, I'm laughing with you, I guess. Yeah. Because the Knights were... 2-0 and at the time. Right. And the Sharks were 2-0. and 2-0, yeah. So it was a big matchup, you know, and... Things have changed for the worse for the Knights. Um, they played some good teams, and they've had some tough losses. That loss to, uh, to Greenf- Greenfield. Greenfield, yeah, fifty to forty-eight, last second field goal. Yeah, man, I mean, like a, a you know a, f- a five and four record looks a whole lot better than four and five right at this point. So, um, but that was a couple weeks ago, and uh, yeah, you know. even with that win, they would have been three and two yeah. in league play, and right there, right behind the St. Francis, man, totally. Yeah, uh, so Kel beat. Well, let's let's just say that if if the Knights get a win this week, right, it's still very important. They have plenty of motivation. Mm-hmm. Brad Tompkins has motivation. A win would give Brad Tompkins, uh, the coach of the Knights, his most wins in a season in his four years as coach. Okay, as we all know, Brad Tompkins' dad, uh, Dewey. The stadium is named after his name. He's a Knights legend. 
So that'd be big for Brad to, mm-hmm. uh, you know, to get to 500, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. So Kel, uh, so Kel beat St. Francis last season, uh, 14-13. So this game, this game could be a little, you know, intriguing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot, of, there's a lot of the line for St. Francis and, and so Kel wants to play spoiler, I bet. Totally. Totally. <laughs> For sure, it's it's weird because uh, it is high school football, and every yeah. week, I mean, we try and there's stuff that trends, and you know, just when you think like, let's say Santa Cruz is playing bad <laughs> after an 0-4 start, you know, they smack themselves in the face and us in the face, and then just uh, run off a series of victories, and they contend for a league title. Yeah. Same thing with the Knights. Uh, sometimes they, you know, they just don't play good defense yeah. uh, against a run or pass, and. Um, but they have an explosive offense, right? And when they want to play defense, they could be a, a very good team. Yeah. Um, no, they, they, yeah, they shoot themselves in the foot, miss tackles, and, totally. and whatnot. Yeah, totally. Uh, probably even uh, turnover opportunities where maybe they force a fumble, but they probably don't recover. I don't yeah. know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Just, the ball doesn't bounce their way. Totally, sometimes. totally. Yeah. yeah. No, they need to try and get in that backfield and disrupt what's going on. Disrupt the exchange between quarterback and running back. Yeah. Um, they got to be the aggressors. And uh, so Kel has a couple kids up front that are capable of being those guys. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you mentioned last year's game. You know, there's a lot of returners for, for both teams, and it, yeah. should, it could be equally entertaining. So yeah. Uh, and then and then earlier mm-hmm. uh, a couple of weeks ago, remember we had that flash round where we were contenders yes, yes, or, yes, or, yes, or yes. you know work in progress. You said Santa Cruz is still a work in progress. What do you think now? Well, <laughs> they're a contender. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, I, w- I mean, I wasn't trying to, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm no, just, things, you know, because it's it's crazy how things change since we talked about yeah, that. You, well, know? you know, what's weird is uh, at that point, I mean, shoot, I, you, you say it and you don't know what's remaining completely on the schedule. Yeah. But like I said, I, I did call that win over, you know, St. Francis last week. You did. You did. Um, but then, you know, they had Marina and a couple other teams, you know, with that loss to Marina. It's just you can't – it's hard to judge yeah, outside no, programs. For sure. And who's going to do stuff. You just yeah. can only judge on what your team can do. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. It's just crazy that I just wanted to bring that yeah, up. Yeah. I remember we were talking about that a couple of weeks ago, and, and here we are. You know, St. Francis, oh, they're the real deal. They're contenders. They're still contenders. Yeah. But I'm just saying, you know, we, we said – or you said Santa Cruz wasn't, and it's just – it's crazy. It's just yeah. crazy how things turn out now. Totally. Yeah. The Sharks will be plenty fired up after seeing their five-game win streaks uh, end last week. Expect a bounce-back performance for the Sharks' run game, which includes uh, Devin McLeod, Carson Kuzik, Abel Martinez, and Andy O'Rourke. Yeah, I, I mean, I was pretty shocked that the Sharks weren't able to pull that one off. And I think Coach John Osman, he was pretty stunned himself uh, when I talked to him on the phone after the game. It was, it was a tough one. When you work really hard and, and it's, you know, one of your goals is, is to to win league, it's it's going to be kind of painful. We still have an opportunity, I, although, you know, disappointed in that we couldn't, you know, put it all on our shoulders and, and control the outcome totally. We still have a, a game where we can, we can, we have a chance. And that's, that's all you ever want is a chance. And so tomorrow's a new day. Sun's going to come up. Go back to work. Just so you know, everyone who wants to, any, anyone or everyone who wants to be a sports writer out there, it is, uh, you know, you see us at the NBA Finals and the Super Bowls and the World Series. Well, there's also this uh, where sometimes we just say, Juan, can you please call uh, John Osman five minutes after a loss and then just put another dagger in his heart? <laughs> it's a tough job, it man. It sucks, dude. You yeah. know? No, it, it's tough, dude. Yeah, because, I mean, you call these coaches and it's like, 
you know, some of them don't want to talk. No, no, yeah. no. No one likes losing. You no. know, it's, it's second only to being an obit writer. Yeah, right. I know exactly. <laughs> yeah, Actually, my old journalism instructor at San Jose State was an obit writer. I, I've written a few obits. Yeah, and it's not. They're tough, fun. man. They're tough. Yeah. And same thing with talking to a coach after a loss. You know, because they're so pa- they're as passionate as the kids. Yeah. Not, so if not more so. So yeah. um, that was a devastating loss, and the Sharks are going to be fired up. Yes. So. St. Francis has allowed uh, no more than, uh, or they've only allowed more than 21 points on defense once this season, and that was in a win over Gonzalez. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Sharks have posted three shutouts. They have a pretty quality defense. I mean, last week they lost 21 to 14. I I think the the one where they allowed 21 points, I think special teams had a lot to do with that. Uh Uh, There was a block punt for Mm -hmm. a touchdown, and then they got another block punt, which set them up for another touchdown. So, yeah, 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 definitely. we, we mentioned the SoCal's defense has been suspect yeah. at times, uh, but the Knights can put points on the board, as mm-hmm. you know, we've spoken about that to, uh, all season. They've scored 48 or more points twice in their last four games. Last week, they scored 28 in a loss to Marina. Mm. Well, while the Knights have uh, two talented receivers in Jackson Dudek and Kieran Budas, running back Nolan Moss is the workhorse of this team. If he goes, the Knights go. He rushed for more than 1,200 yards and nine touchdowns this season. Even with, you know, the he's got a he, – he's been plagued with injuries this totally, year. Totally, yeah. yeah. There's a, a couple weeks ago, actually, I thought he was down after that game against Santa Cruz. Right. He bounced back, though, with 200-something yards against Marina. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I think it was Marina. It might have been actually Gonzalez. Um, but that said, um, I don't know. It is, it is a, t- a tough one. I, th- I, I, I like the Sharks in this game. Um, considering they're at Watsonville. I mean, last year for them to hang with Soquel on the road was impressive. Um, I, I just feel like the Sharks have more to play for. I, th- I, I believe that the Knights are a bigger team up front on both sides of the ball. Hmm. Um, they have way better size. But, I mean, I think, uh, yeah, I just got to go with the Sharks. There's just too much on the line. There's, they're at home. They're going to be playing with a ton of passion. Yeah. And, um yeah. yeah, who knows if how that shakes down in league no. in terms of going to the playoffs. You know, I don't know if they're fully out of it. I think they're in it. So yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot on the line. Yeah, and um, like like John was saying, I mean, there's still a chance. Yeah, there's still a chance, and that's what, that's what you want at this point of the season. And I think, I think that you know, it's it's just give yourself a chance because the other half of it is the harbor has to beat Santa Cruz. I don't think that's going to happen, and Santa Cruz has a head-to-head over St. Francis with last week's win. Yeah. But play, play for pride. Exactly, you know? yeah. So, and I think and you never gonna, know. I yeah. mean, you never know. Yeah. So you're telling me there's a chance. Yeah. There is a chance. Well, even then, I mean, yeah. at the end of the season, you still get a banner for it. You just don't go to CCS. So they're playing for a banner, Yeah. you know, uh, and that's, that's enough in my eyes, yeah. you know. But no, I, I have St. Francis uh, winning the home game yeah. at Watsonville High. All right. Yeah. For sure. Final game of the week. Final and game. Saturday, Merced, 8-1 and one overall, 4-1 and one in the Golden Coast Conference at Cabrillo College, 2-7 and seven overall, 1-4 and four in conference at 6 p.m. at Carl Connolly Stadium. Yeah, an upset over the Golden Coast Conference co-leader and state's number 19 ranked team would give Cabrillo back-to-back wins for the first time since 2013. So Cabrillo's 0-3 against the Blue Devils since last beating them in 2009. That's going to be a tough one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, quarterback Nick Mardig threw three touchdown passes, and running back Terrence Smith ran for two scores as Cabrillo knocked off Gavilan. 
3620 for its first Golden Coast Conference win of the season. Yeah, Terrence Smith was beast mode. Yeah, uh, 23 carries for 121 yards to eclipse a thousand the thousand yard mark on the season. Uh, he has 181 carries for 1,054 yards and eight touchdowns. He's just a freshman. Yeah, I like the way he runs, yeah. man. I, the, since that first game against uh, Yuba, yeah. I was like, this guy's going to be yeah. special, man. Just a yeah. freshman. Let's hope he stays one more year. <laughs> yeah, please stay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Travis Shuey, stud again. Ooh. In last week's win over Gavlin, he, uh, well, he entered the game uh, with an average tackles per game of 13. Uh, he finished with 10. So we're going to see this guy in the all-conference team and uh i don't know if it'll be defensive player of the year because they are one of the last ranked teams but his tackle totals are through the roof yeah no he should definitely get recognized though totally totally. i mean that's he will yeah he's got a but i'm saying seriously i mean they're in what sixth place or fifth place in that conference could they give him defensive mvp i need he has a decent amount of sacks and it a ton (laughs) i I cleaned that up right there i self-monitored by saying a ton um a ton of tackles a lot yeah he had 10 he had 10 last week no i know but he has more he has like 130 on the season but I mean, that, that's what he's yeah, averaging yeah, though. he's 13, averaging 13 like 10 to 15 nine. tackles a week it's man. impressive i mean a couple of weeks ago he had 25 <laughs> so the guy's been a stud and their most consistent guy on defense yeah um, the seahawks had a great defensive showing against gavlin last week they recorded four sacks uh Elal Alimer led the way with one and a half. Robert Moore and Virgil Powell each had one. And Josh Eskew shared a sack with Mm -hmm. Mary. So, yeah. No, the Seahawks also had uh, three interceptions. Casey Brown recorded two. And Shaq Floyd had one for himself, boosting his conference leading season total to seven. That could be another. uh, Yeah. You know, he's been a stud. We need him to get three in this game, this final (laughs) game, to match Dwight Lowry. So Dwight Lowry, the former New York Jets draft pick, who later played with the Chargers and a couple Falcons, of Falcons, Falcons, Jaguars, yeah, a couple of other teams, so. Colts, 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 no. yeah, not Jaguars, but uh, Colts. He didn't. Go, I thought he was at the Jaguars. He might have been there briefly. Maybe he's had like five teams, and also in jo- the job hunt, I guess uh, you know he uh, didn't get extended earlier this year. But anyway, yeah, yeah, neither here nor there. But Dwight Lowry, twenty career interceptions at. Cabrillo, 10 each season, um, if I'm uh, if my memory is serving me correct. So three more, Shaq Floyd. Do it to it. Do it. At least share the lead. Yeah. So Cabrillo's secondary is going to be tested by Merced, Juan. Yeah. Uh, quarterback Frank Cocchio has thrown for 1,982 yards, along with <clears throat> clear throat, 27 touchdowns, along with nine interceptions. So Nick Nick Cook has been his go-to receiver, as evidenced by his 16 touchdown receptions. Yeah, Blue Devils also have a thousand-yard rusher in. Uh, ha- I'm gonna. Hanan, ha- I'm gonna ha- murder his name. Hanisi Latulele. You, you just pulled a Jim Seamus. You know that was tough. That's, you know, a, he put one. me on the it's spot, hard. man. You, you, he like he pointed. He's like, okay, <laughs> that's your turn to say this. Yeah, name. By the way, we uh, we have we have some of the show. Scripted. We have some names written down just as pointers here and there and a couple stats. It's not a, you know, and it's conversational as much as possible. And we kind of exchange lines. And when Juan had to take that line, (laughs) I got the biggest smile on my face. Uh, You got me, Jim. You got me. I gotcha. (laughs) Well, hopefully, Hansisi, if he's listening to our podcast over in Merced, uh, Haninisi, Haninisi. There we go. Just say it faster. The faster you say it. Hananisi Latulele. There's only one N in there. It's Hanisi. 
Anisi, bless you. Thank you. Okay. So hopefully he's uh, not listening. This is the one time I don't want a, a podcast listener. And hopefully we didn't massacre his name too badly. And, and I didn't want to correct you, but yes. uh, quarterback, I think it's Frank Cosio. I, I, I know I massacred it, man. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm just saying, you know, I, I hope, you know. Yeah, yeah. Please send your emails to jcemus yeah. at santacruzcentinel.com. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, Kokio. Yeah, Kokinio. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, I won't mess up this gentleman's name. No. Uh, well, I could. I might just for the hell of it. Uh, Seahawks quarterback Nick Mardig uh, better eat his Wheaties. Yeah. Because the Blue Devils come in force on defense. They've recorded 25 sacks. 16 fumble recoveries and 15 interceptions wow. on the season. And that's in nine games thus far. That's going to be tough, man. Yeah. This is going to be, yeah. I mean, for as much as I want to have the Seahawks win, this is tough, man. Yeah. This is tough. Let's just be smart about this one. Okay. Okay. Say it. I have Merced. Oh, wow. Shocker. <laughs> me, me, me too. I have uh, Merced as well rolling. I mean, they're ranked number 19 in the state, and that was of last week's ranking. Yeah. Um, they've moved up probably a spot since then. And Cabrillo is, uh, just hasn't shown it against the better teams this year, although they did get to win against Gavlin. This is just too much. Too much. So, yeah. Yep. All right. There you have it. There you have it. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in to Double Coverage. I'm Juan Reyes. And I'm Jim Seamus. If you haven't already, subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or SoundCloud, and make sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter for updates on your favorite local teams. You can find those stories and more at santacruzsentinel.com slash football. Until next time.